0: everyone and welcome to Outback Team Building and Training Tips, a monthly audio resource for HR and business professionals. This podcast is produced by Outback Team Building and Training, a leading team building, training, and consulting provider for organizations across North America. I'm your host, Kara Sai, and this month I'm joined by special guest Olivia Jackson, HR Coordinator at Outback Team Building and Training. Thanks so much for joining me today, Olivia. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be back. Yeah, so our topic this month is how Outback was able to drastically improve employee engagement, and Olivia will be sharing practical tips and advice to help you do the same. But before we begin, let's start out with our quick tip of the month. Each month, we begin the episode with a quick tip for our listeners. Olivia, what's the most effective thing Outback's done to help improve employee engagement? great question, Kara. You know, it's hard to pinpoint it at just one, but if I
1: had to choose one, I'd say it's really about, uh, you know, gathering and soliciting regular feedback from the team. Um, and taking action where appropriate, you know, I can get into that in a little bit
0: more detail throughout the interview, but that would be my number one quick tip I'd say. Yeah. So it's not just, it's not just gathering feedback, but actually doing something about it. Absolutely. Great. So with that, let's get to our main interview. Great. All right, Olivia, so what does employee engagement mean to you and Outback? Here at Outback, employee engagement is really all about having a collective group
1: of employees that are committed to Outback's goals and values. They're really a group of people that show up each day ready to put their best effort forward to achieve both their own personal goals and the organization's
0: goals. And so do you ever see it as being something that you do outside of work? Do you, does Outback want to encourage employee engagement in cultural aspects, so like after work? Yeah, so absolutely, culture does play a big part in employee
1: engagement. So we are always sort of planning our next employee engagement initiative um, and activity to reward the team. So, for example, um, you know, in the summer, we have regular lunch barbecues for the right. team where, um, you know, we get the team out of their desks, out, you know, in the in the social area together where, you know, they're sort of given the opportunity to have lunch, but, you know, engage with people not just from their department, but from all departments in the organization. Um, you know, we're always kind of looking for how we can reward our team, whether mm-hmm. that might be a baseball game altogether, right. or um, maybe something like snowmobiling. Uh, we, every year we go whitewater rafting. right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, they, they vary year to year, but um, a big part of the, the employee engagement also ties in the culture and, mm-hmm. you know, having that team that, you know, is, is excited to see their team not just on a work level, but also on a personal level. Right. And so how do you track that? So um, we track employee engagement using employee net promoter score, so EMPS for short. So right. um, these are polls that are sent out monthly through anonymous
0: um, electronic surveys, mm-hmm. and we use a platform called Office Vibes. Right. And so for people who might not know what net promoter score means, because you hear 10 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, um, but that's not how MPS works exactly, right? There, There's a bit more to it. Can you give me a bit of insight into how that works? Yeah, so net promoter scores are calculated by asking individuals the
1: question on a scale of 0 to 10, how likely are you to recommend Outback as a place to work to family and friends? So 0 is the lowest possible score and 10 would be the highest. So um, essentially those who are 9 or 10 are considered promoters, Okay. uh, meaning that they will go out of their way to tell those around them how great Outback is. Right. 7s and 8s are considered neutral, meaning they're likely... They likely aren't going to go out of their way to say positive or negative things about the company. Um, And those six and less are considered demoters, meaning they may be likely to share negative feedback with family and friends about Outback. So uh, to calculate your net promoter score, you simply subtract the percentage of demoters from the percentage of promoters. So for example, let's say we pulled 10 people um, and we asked them the question, how likely are you to recommend Outback as a place to work to your family and friends So, Mm -hmm. on a scale of 0 to 10? And let's say four of them answered a nine, uh, one of them answered a ten. Uh, let's say two answered eight, and. Right. Uh, One answered seven and two answered six. So that's a total of 10. So five out of 10 promoters that answered scores of nine or 10. Right. Uh, We then have three
0: uh, neutrals. So Mm -hmm. three out of 10 neutrals being sevens or eights. And then does that not play into the final score being a neutral? Are they just nullified? Exactly. They're,
1: um, they do not play into the, into the final score. And then we have two out of, uh, let's say we had two out of 10 demoters. So six or under. So um, essentially we'd have, 50%, 50%, so 5 out of 10 promoters, and 30% uh, who are neutral, again, not playing into the score, mm-hmm. and 2 out of 10, 20%, uh, who are uh, demoters. So like I said, we don't use the neutral in the calculate calculation, but instead we simply subtract the 20% demoters from the 50% promoters for a
0: score of 30. And I feel like that may be surprising to some people, because you don't necessarily think of a 6 as being like a Bad score in my opinion I would think of a six as being more neutral any anything around a five but the way that MPS is calculated it's it's actually not a good thing it takes away from say those five people who did give you the promoter scores and someone giving a seven or eight might think oh yeah that's a pretty good score but it's actually not playing well into your overall MPS which means that even if you are A company with a a great reputation or a really high employee engagement level, you get those few detractors, and it can have a huge impact on your final EMPS, correct? Absolutely. Or even just having neutrals. So um, you could have zero
1: demoters and still have a score of 30 simply because you only had three out of 10 that were promoters and the rest that were neutrals. So you'd then have 30% promoters. Um, you'd have zero demoters, but 30 minus zero is still 30. So right. even with, you know, s- s- seven out of 10 of your team answering uh, sevens or eights, mm-hmm. eights, which to many would be a, a fairly decent score, right. uh, you could still end up with a net promoter score of 30. So, right. you know, if you're in the net promoter score range of about 70, mm-hmm. um, it, means, it essentially means that you have uh, mostly promoters right. in the organization and maybe just a few neutrals and likely... Uh, no detractors. Mm-hmm. And if you do have a detractor, it's they're they're an odd one
0: out. Right. And so that that actually is quite different than an average score out of ten, which when you hear people saying, Oh, I got ten out of ten, you know, MPS or feedback, it's not as straightforward as just taking an average of those numbers. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Office Vibes. Are there any other tools or resources that you'd recommend to track this type of employee engagement, to track something like NPS? Yeah, so we have found great success using Office Vibes. So um,
1: Office Vibes is a web-based employee engagement tool that's Mm -hmm. suited um, for organizations of all sizes and essentially conducts anonymous uh, weekly employee engagement surveys. Mm -hmm. Um, Also a tool to receive feedback to measure employee satisfaction and engagement. So um, the other great thing about it is it also allows for business input from employees. Right. Um, you can create custom questions, custom polls, um, and that way, you know, you can target, um, specific issues or ideas that you might be looking to gain, f- uh, to gather from employees. So yeah. each survey takes, you know, roughly two minutes. So mm-hmm. the team doesn't mind spending the time to complete right. the surveys. They don't feel like it's a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. It's quick, you know, either five or 10 questions. Yeah. Yeah, and then because of those surveys, we've been able to get some really great feedback um, from the team. And, you know, because Office Vibes is anonymous, it also gives the team a platform to provide open and honest feedback if they don't feel comfortable addressing that with their manager or HR. For sure. So how important do you think it is that it's anonymous? Um, Well, employees have an option to select whether their feedback's coming through as anonymous. Or they can, um, they can, they can identify themselves as they want. But do they ever identify um, themselves? Once in a while, I'd yeah. say the majority of the time they remain anonymous. Um, we do have a very open and honest culture around mm-hmm. here, but sometimes, um, you know, they don't want to identify themselves if they have constructive feedback right. that might be geared towards, you know, a process or a system that you know it seems that the rest of the teams bought into, right. or if they have a specific, you know, constructive feedback in regards to maybe their leader. Um, it also kind of allows for two-way dialogue between HR without the employee having to identify themselves. Right. Um, which is important because sometimes they might have a personal issue that, mm-hmm. you know, they're not quite ready to, to discuss with, with their manager or HR. Right. Um, so if they're looking for specific information or input or an idea about how to deal with a situation, they can get that without having to, you know, put their hand up and say, Hey, it's me. So yeah, I mean, the fact that it's anonymous, I th- think is important because yeah. employee engagement um, scores do fluctuate. Yeah. And sometimes it could be based on what's happening both inside and outside of the office. So, yeah. um, you know, it's important for us to know how people are feeling that month. Yeah. You know, one month they might feel like they're a ten and the next month they might be down to a seven or eight. So
0: And you still want to collect that feedback even absolutely. if they aren't feeling a ten. Yeah. yeah. So if it's anonymous, they're more likely to provide that feedback absolutely. For you. And one of the great follow up questions that
1: we've added on to this um, this poll question is, you know, if your score is not a ten, what can we do to bring your score up to a ten? So right. that, you know, we're getting the input of what employees are looking for mm-hmm. um, from us as employers, you know. Yeah. We need to obviously make sure that we're getting what we need from employees, but we also need to make sure that they're getting what they need from us, you know, as, a, as an employer. So we've also been able to get some really great feedback from the team that way. Yeah. Um, you know, people might be at a nine and they could say, you know, I'd be a 10 if I had an extra week vacation or right. I'd be a 10 if I was allowed to work from home a couple extra days a week or, you know, act- actually there's nothing you can do become a 10 because you know my next career move is 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 elsewhere yeah whatever that might be so yeah it's a great way to to get that feedback without um to have employees essentially out themselves yeah what they're looking for or or feel like what they're asking for is is out of reach
0: right absolutely and so are there any other ways that you can keep a pulse on employee engagement other than a web-based anonymous service such as office vibes Yeah. So, you know, apart
1: from the regular pulse checks that, you know, we, we have with office vibes, Mm -hmm. um, we also have regular pulse checks with leaders. So weekly meetings and monthly, monthly reviews to sort of, um, engage the employee, about what's going well, right. Um, where they might be struggling, how we can help them, how we can, you know, help move their goals forward. Um, on top of that, we also conduct regular start, stop, keep meetings.
0: Can you Um, explain those? Yep, absolutely.
1: So, the start stop keep meetings are open dialogue meetings with each team. Yeah. Um also with HR and the CEO where we ask each member of the team to show up with three things that they'd like to see their either their department or the organization start doing. Right. Three things that they'd like to see their department or organization stop doing and three things that they'd like to see their department or organization keep, keep doing. So right. um out of these meetings we've had some really interesting ideas come come out and many that we've actually been able to implement as a result. So Yeah you know, simple things. Sometimes people want, more plants in the office. They right. want to feel like, you know, it's, it's, you know, they're not just at the cubicle. There's a little bit yeah. more life, you know, around the office. You yeah. know, we've had people come out and say they'd like to have a better setup to work from home or be able to work mm-hmm. from home more often. So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the things that employees are looking for are actually quite easy to implement. Right. And, um, you know, as a result of these meetings, I think people also come to the table with ideas that maybe they oh you know I that's kind of far fetched and I'm not going to address that but right. when you give them an open platform to do so yeah um a lot of a lot of the time they surprise you with with the sort of ideas that they come forward with and also some good um, you
0: know business strategy ideas have come out of this as well right so as you said something simple uh, something as simple as bringing in plants into the office which you know you might not ever think of being in HR or being the CEO that that would be important to someone but to give them that open dialogue and that opportunity I think that's really great yeah exactly
1: is there anything else that you do? Yeah, so um, you know the start, stop, keep meetings are um, are done, you know, collectively with the team. Um, apart from that, we also do um, what we call stay interviews. So okay, yeah, these are done individually with HR and each each member of the organization. So Is that like the opposite of an exit interview. Exactly. So <laughs> essentially, we're asking the team for feedback on. know what's going well but also we'd like to know like what could essentially draw our top performers away right um you know we do have an amazing team here at Outback and we want to do everything in our power to keep them and keep them happy at Outback so that you know they do want a lasting career here and they do want to continue coming to work here and they remain engaged so so asking those questions before it's too late essentially so you know sometimes you know a lot of time managers you know kind of steer away from doing these and Mm -hmm. get a little nervous thinking that you know they're going to ask for uh, a raise of right. you know, something unattainable. But a lot of the time what people come to the table with, um, you know, money sometimes plays plays a small part in it. And they yeah. say, you know, if I was to be offered, you know, X amount, I might be con- I might consider leaving. But yeah. a lot of the time when we ask, you know, what they'd like to see um, included in our perks and benefits package. Right. Or, um, you know, what could lure them away, how we can, can- counteract that to keep them here. It's actually quite simple of what comes out of it, and mm-hmm. you know when you give employees the platform to be heard, and then you actually take action on that, um, it really helps to solidify uh, the organi- organization's commitment yeah. uh, to the team, and it's you know it it shows them that we're committed not just to. Achieving our strategy and our goals, right? But we're also, you know, committed to to making this a great place to work for for the team. Yeah, and keeping them engaged in the workplace. Absolutely, and you know that that helps heaps with the employee engagement mm-hmm.
0: scores because they see that we're engaged and committed to them just right. as much as they are committed to us. Yeah, absolutely. And so with the office vibes, I know you mentioned that you're sending those out on a weekly basis with something obviously that takes a bit more time and requires possibly the entire department or the CEO to be available, Um, how often are you doing these stay interviews and start, stop, keep sessions?
1: Yeah, so the stay interviews um, are fairly new to us, but uh, twice a year. And then the start, stop, keep meetings also twice a year. Essentially, one quarter you'd have um, a start-stop-keep meeting Mm -hmm. uh, with the team. The next quarter you'd have an individual stay interview. The next quarter you'd have, again, a a start-stop-keep meeting with the team. And then the next quarter you'd have a stay interview individually. So um, essentially each quarter you're given sort of that opportunity to have an open dialogue discussion with HR and or the CEO. You know, and the stay interviews take you know twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, depending on you know depending on the individual and what you get talking about, but the start stop keep meetings take sort of anywhere from forty five minutes to an hour. So mm-hmm. it's not a huge time commitment that we're asking for, but you know what comes out of these meetings is actually um, is actually pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. And so earlier you mentioned um, barbecues and going out to baseball games. You've mentioned plants. All as ways to. Uh, All those ways that Outback has improved employee engagement. Are there any other examples that you can give me that Outback has done? Yeah, so, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there with giving the team a platform to be
1: heard and then Mm -hmm. actually taking action on that. Um, But, yeah, we're also big believers in rewarding our team when success is achieved. So, each quarter, you know, we have specific sales targets and company goals related to, um, you know, strategy, people, execution, Mm -hmm. or cash. And when we achieve those goals, uh, we celebrate together. So, Um, you know, in the summer months, we have regular barbecues at Mm -hmm. lunch, you know, the last Friday of every month we have monthly socials where, um, you know, we, we all get together in our social area and maybe play ping pong and pool and, um, order some food in and have, have some drinks. You know, we also, um, each year have an employee, annual employee engagement retreat. Right. Um, so these events really just help the team to build lasting relationships with their colleagues, Mm -hmm. um which, you know, helps to strengthen their commitment to their team and the organization. So, right. um, you know, it, it helps to make work a little less like work, which yeah. is one of our mottos around here.
0: Yeah, and for those quarterly celebrations, uh, from my understanding, they're a bit bigger in event size than, say, the barbecue or yeah. the monthly drinks. And I think that it's great that they're tied to the company's successes because – that keeps people engaged, right that keeps people wanting to continue to do well and wanting to be involved in how the work is going absolutely so you know it's when they get to reap the rewards
1: of you know their their hard work and their mm-hmm. and their commitment to, to achieving those goals yeah it's that much more rewarding, you know yeah. like. A couple quarters ago, we all went snowmobiling. Right. Time. So a lot of the team had never done something like that before. So to take a day out of the office and experience something new like that together, yeah, um, you know, helps to forge those lasting relationships and Um, you know, create those memories with the team that, you know, a lot of people will remember forever.
0: Right. And then, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, you're getting that opportunity to uh, interact with someone who's not in your department or that you may not necessarily interact with all that often. So you come back from, say, a snowmobiling trip with someone who you never get to work with in the office. And then you have that relationship that's been built outside, which makes that odd chance when you do work with them, you're way more likely to want to engage and help them and and make their job easier. Absolutely. So since implementing a lot of these things, how much has Outback's EMPS improved? Actually, over the
1: past year, we've um, increased our employee engagement scores, so our EMPS, uh, by just over 100%. How does that work? Yeah, so uh, last year at this
0: time, we had an EMPS of 35 and um which as as we talked sorry to yeah but as we talked about earlier which isn't actually that low of a score no
1: it's not um and you know when I look at the results of that score and the data that went into calculating that score I don't even think we had any demoters right we just had more neutrals right um but you know our score today is 71 which is oh wow um, looking back at past uh data Mm -hmm. is I think one of our highest scores to date so um, you know, looking at the data that went into that, we have no demoters, uh, very few neutrals and the majority of our team are actually promoters. So, yeah. you know, when you have a high MP- EMPs like that, when it comes to recruitment helps a little bit, people mm-hmm. are, you know, putting, putting our name out there to our family and friends, yeah. about, um, you know, how great of a place we are to work, you know, when they get asked about how work's going, you know, they're excited to talk about it. They're excited to talk about, you know, what the company's doing, what we're doing for the team and. Um, you know, they talk about some of those exciting events that, um, you know, they may have participated in that week. Yeah. Or, you know, they talk about, you know, oh, today we had a barbecue at lunch. Or, right. You know, no, I can't meet you on Friday afternoon. I've got a I've got a monthly social. Or, right, yeah. Um, you know, oh, yeah, how was your day? Mine was great. I went snowmobiling. Or yeah. Whatever it is. So, you know, it helps to sort of spread the word about,
0: about Outback and, you know, gets people excited about who we are and what we do. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems pretty outstanding to have come that far in the span of a year Yep, absolutely and
1: um, you know that is due in part
0: a lot to to our team you know
1: you yeah. do have um, a really hard working team and you know like i said employee engagement is about having a team that shows up ready to put their best foot forward every yeah. day and they do and because of because of that Um, you know, we're achieving results and we're reaching our goals and then we get to celebrate together. So it helps us sort of keep the momentum. Yeah. And the important thing is really about, you know, putting continuous effort in it and paying continuous attention um, to maintaining those high levels of employee engagement. Yeah, of course. Having those regularly scheduled, um, you know, uh, meetings and having those employee engagement initiatives and Mm -hmm. having the commitment from, from the leadership team to continue doing so.
0: Yeah, no, I I was just going to ask you how how you do go about maintaining a high uh, EMPS coming from a lower score and then being able to bring it back up. How do you maintain that momentum? But, you know, you just answered my question very (laughs) much. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: really just about, um, you know, not letting it fall by the wayside. It's, yeah, it's, we've got it up to um, you know a, a great score right now, mm-hmm. and now it's the focus is on maintaining that and ensuring that we're doing everything that we can. Um, you know, through having these open, open and honest discussions and yeah, and gathering feedback and actually taking action when appropriate. So yeah, well,
0: and of course you're gonna have a team that wants to put their best foot forward if they feel like they're being heard, and Absolutely. when you're giving them. You know, weekly opportunities to do that anonymously, and then quarterly opportunities to do it in person with someone um, like the CEO. That you, you feel heard when yeah. when those opportunities are there, and then when you see your suggestions or other suggestions being put into action, I'm sure that that really motivates people to continue to be engaged.
1: Yeah, and you know, the nice thing is because we have that sort of open level of communications. Um, you know people feel like it's okay to you know say hey to the CEO yeah. I've got an idea right and you know they're actually listened to and it's not like you know I'm the CEO and I make the decisions. right it's, you know we know that people have good ideas and mm-hmm. you know they've got great feedback and you know we've been able to you know implement new initiatives because of that so yeah it's exciting to see do you have any final tips yeah I mean <laughs> I mean the main thing would really be just to listen and take action when appropriate and right um show appreciation to your team when a jo- when a job's been done well and yeah. and reward them appropriately and yeah. you know and, and you know do what you can to make your organization a great place to work.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Olivia. That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building and Training Tips. Outback Team Building and Training helps organizations across North America build relationships through memorable team building, training, and consulting experiences. And our team has been recommended by over 14,000 corporate groups in the United States and Canada. For more tips and expert advice on improving employee engagement, visit the downloadable resources section of our website at outbackteambuilding.com to download your free copy of A Manager's Guide to Employee Engagement. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Until next time...